Welcome to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. I'm Erin, pediatric sleep consultant and founder of The Happy Sleep Company. From catnaps to night wakes and regressions to teething, we cover all things baby sleep. With a passion for children's sleep, we're here to help tired families get healthy rest. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. It is officially the holiday season, and that is what we are going to talk about today. My five top tips for helping keep sleep on track during the holiday season, because it's probably the biggest question I get around this time of year is, do you have any tips for keeping my child's sleep on track during the holidays? Because we're going to be traveling, because there are going to be events that get in the way of naps, because we're going to be sleeping in different environments than usual. And that can really wreak havoc on little ones sleep sometimes, but it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. There are ways that you can keep sleep on track, even when you're traveling, even when life gets really hectic, even when you have lots of visitors. So let's talk about that today. But here's what I want to talk about before that. The conversation that you sometimes have to have with the people you're going to be spending the holidays with about your child's sleep. And this is a big one. This is probably the biggest topic of the season for me. When followers DM me on Instagram, when clients ask me questions about this time of year, it very often comes back to how do I have the conversation with my in-laws or my own parents about how important my child's sleep is and how I don't want to just skip all of their naps and I don't want them to go to bed really, really late every night, even though that's often what the grandparents are hoping will happen. You know, skipping a nap for various family events or going to bed really late because they want everyone to stay up and watch a Christmas movie together. As parents, it can be really tough to say no. And you don't have to. If you're baby or toddler or preschooler is the type of child who will skip a nap and still have no problems at bedtime or have a really late bedtime and still go down easily and sleep through the night. You don't have to change anything. You don't have to say no. But if you are the parent who knows that your child doesn't do so well if they skip a nap or doesn't do so well if their bedtime is an hour or two past normal, then it might be a conversation you want and need to have. Having that conversation with the people you're going to be spending the holidays with about what your child's sleep schedule looks like, the things that you will be involved in and the things you might have to skip because this year your child's sleep is going to have to be prioritized over that. It doesn't mean everyone in the family is going to miss it. It just means that maybe one of your child's caregivers is going to stay behind and prioritize the nap that day. Or maybe one of your child's caregivers is going to stay behind and make sure that your baby has a proper bedtime while everyone else goes to the evening event that they're going to for the holidays. It's okay to have that conversation. And I know that not every family dynamic is the same and it's not always easy to have that conversation, but it's your baby and it's your rules. So that's something I talk about a lot is, you know, putting those sleep boundaries in place and then keeping them if that's important to you. This isn't just about sleep. It's about anything else that's important to you as your baby's parent and the things that you want to prioritize as your baby's parent. And it doesn't have to be done in a harsh way. And hopefully we can get through the conversation without a lot of controversy, but generally being upfront about this type of thing and having that conversation with the people you're going to be spending the holidays with rather than letting it build up into a more controversial conversation after the fact 
can really be helpful in getting through these tougher periods when schedules conflict and there are different opinions and ideas about what's going to happen around the holidays. So don't be afraid to have the conversation. Talk to your partner. If you're traveling with your partner, decide who's going to have the conversation and the types of things you're going to say and put in place. And really have that be one of the things that you go into the holidays with, that plan of action for what sleep is going to look like and how you're going to have that conversation with others. Now let's dive into my top five tips. The first one is is just that, is planning. So first off, like I said, let's plan how we're going to manage sleep, how we're going to prioritize sleep, which events we're going to attend, which ones we might have to skip. But also let's just plan the logistics of the travel. Many of us are going to be traveling to another city or even maybe another country to visit family or friends during the holiday season. And car rides and long plane trips can be tough on babies who still need naps, but you can work around this. If you are flying, I suggest you schedule flights for first thing in the morning if possible when your baby is most rested and most content. Don't assume your child's going to nap on the flight, but do bring the stuff, the sleep stuff, so that hopefully your child will have a nap if they need it. Bring your child's comfort object if they sleep with one, even put them in their sleep sack if they sleep in a sleep sack at home. It's going to make them understand that even though they're on a plane and in your lab, it's still time to go to sleep. You could take a little book on the plane and let your child sleep in your arms if she can, if she will. You're also going to want to keep layovers in mind. I know that when Milo was younger and we traveled a lot with her, I would use layovers for naps. So I would take a stroller or even better, a soft structured carrier, and I would use the layover to get my child a nap because Mila didn't like sleeping on the plane, but she would sleep in a carrier as I walked around the airport during a two-hour layover. So you could try to get your little one to nap during that time in the airport between flights. Try to get an early check-in at your hotel. This is going to allow your baby to have, hopefully, an afternoon nap when you arrive. So if you've left first thing in the morning, you've gotten an early check-in at your hotel, you can set it up quickly and get your baby down for a nice afternoon nap at the hotel or at wherever you're staying at your destination. If it's not possible to get an early check-in and you land and you don't really have anywhere to go yet because your hotel's not ready, then go for a stroller ride. Go for a car ride in your rental car when you reach your destination and let your little one catch up on some sleep while you just enjoy the views of your new destination. Definitely count on an early bedtime the first night of your vacation. If you're driving to your destination, which is probably the case for more of us than flying, again, start first thing. Start first thing in the morning and if you can, have someone sit in the back with your baby to entertain them until it's their usual nap time. We want to try to keep the day's napping schedule close to normal and not just let your baby snooze all day long in the car because then we're going to have a tough bedtime. So entertain them, get them to their usual nap time, then let them drift off in their car seat, nice and snug and strapped in, and let them get a decent sleep during your drive. Once again, try to get her room set up as soon as you arrive at your destination so your babe can have their last nap 
or at a minimum, a proper bedtime in a comfy space at your destination. That is always my biggest goal is whatever happens throughout the day when you are traveling via plane, via car, it's probably going to be a bit hectic, a bit stressful, and everybody in the family is likely to be fairly exhausted at the end of it. So prioritize getting to your destination by an age-appropriate bedtime and getting set up for a good night of sleep after what was maybe a bit of a tough day. Second thing I want to talk about is just that, creating that familiar sleep environment. Because whether you're staying at a hotel or at grandma's for the holidays, we've got to remember that the best way to ensure your child will sleep well on the road is to create a familiar sleep environment to what they have at home. So we want to ensure that you have a crib or a travel crib. If you are going to a destination that's fairly close to or in a city, most cities do actually have companies that rent baby equipment full-size cribs, high chairs, exercisers, the stuff that you don't want to drag with you, but that you would like to have at your destination. So you may actually be able to get a full-size crib or a travel crib. You could also consider that you want to take along things like your child's sleep bag, like I said earlier, her comfort object if they use one. A sound machine is a really great idea. Even if your child doesn't use a sound machine at home, I recommend you use one when you travel because there are different sounds. There are things your child isn't used to hearing. There might be a lot of adults in another room having a family gathering over the holidays while your child's trying to fall asleep and it's noisier than they're used to. So a sound machine on a white noise setting in your child's room environment is a great idea. And I would pack a portable blackout blind too to make the sleep space really similar to what your child has at home. And again, just make it really conducive to sleep and peaceful and not distracting. Your child is going to be in a room that they're not used to. So the darker it is, the less distracted they're going to be by all this new stuff around them during nap time at grandma's house and the more likely they are to go to sleep more easily. So all of this is going to help create a familiar, comfortable sleep environment for your baby when you're away from their usual surroundings. Number three of my tips, stick with routines. Whether you are putting your child down at a friend's house for an evening while you enjoy some time with grown-ups, or you're staying in a hotel over Christmas vacation, consistency is key to your child's great sleep. I can't say this enough. I wear out the word consistency, I think, because it's so important. Continuing a consistent bedtime routine every night when you're away from home will help ready your child for sleep and make bedtime easier on everybody. Some people will ask me, well, when we're away, can we just skip the bath? I would be even more inclined to offer a bath when you're away if that's something you do every night when you're at home because it's part of your child's usual routine. So again, even though your child recognizes they're in a different environment, the steps and the order of their bedtime routine is the same as at home. So this makes them feel comfy and safe and helps them recognize that sleep time is coming up. So I would do a bath if you can. At minimum, I would simulate a bath with a warm, damp cloth and a quick wipe down. Baths are great. They're a great sleep cue for little ones. So it's an important step. Try not to skip it. And then add in all the other regular steps of your bedtime routine too. Pajamas, sleep sack, a bedtime feed, a couple of little stories, and then into their crib for the night. Number four, don't skip the naps. Do not skip the naps. If your child is still very much at a napping age, really try not to skip them. It can be really tempting to skip naps altogether when the chaos of the holiday season ensues and you're traveling from function to function or you're feeling pressure from well-meaning family members to skip a nap for some kind of event. But I really suggest you try 
to make missing nap time like a a non-regular occurrence during the holiday season. When your baby gets proper daytime rest, they are going to rest better at night as well. Sleep begets sleep. Of course, there are going to be days when the crib nap is just not possible and your baby might doze off in the carrier while your older child is meeting Santa or your baby might take a snooze in the car while you travel from one holiday party to the next. But again, try to make this the exception and not the rule so your little one doesn't get a big sleep debt for Christmas this year. And even try to fit in the car nap or the nap in the carrier. So as much as you can, have the naps at home or at your host's house in the crib or the travel crib because those are going to be more restful naps. But even if you're out, plan how you could get your child some rest. Rather than skipping the nap altogether, can we do a carrier nap while we stroll around the mall? Rather than skipping the nap altogether, can we stroll around in the stroller and get your baby some rest? And number five of my holiday tips is prioritizing bedtime. It can, again, be tempting to give in to the pressure of friends who are always well-meaning or usually well-meaning friends, parents, in-laws, other family members. They mean well and they just want your baby to miss this nap so they can cuddle with them a little longer. Or they beg you to let your toddler to stay up two hours past their bedtime to watch Christmas movies with grandma. But you are in charge. Do not forget this. This is your child. And if their healthy sleep habits are a priority for you and you know that something like a missed nap or a really late bedtime is going to be problematic for them, then it's really not unrealistic to ask others to respect this. You can also explain to them that it is you who is then going to need to manage the outcome of your child being really overtired and you want to spend time with your family. You want to enjoy this time with your friends and that's going to be a lot harder with a really cranky, overtired baby. So you really want to make sure they still get their sleep in. You can just politely explain to your family and friends that it's your child's nap time or bedtime and they'll be much more rested and probably a lot more pleasant later or in the next morning if they don't miss out on that proper sleep. Most of all, happy sleepers, do not stress if sleep is a bit out of the ordinary for a day or two over the holidays. It's probably going to be, not for everybody, but for some, it will be. And well-rested children who are already great sleepers generally bounce back pretty easily from those types of off days. And even children who already have sleep challenges, it's it's a couple of days. So we, I'm sure we'll be able to get them some rest, even if it's in a stroller or a carrier. We'll be able to get them down for their bedtime, even if it's not in their normal environment. And it's only a couple of days. We want to enjoy the holiday season with our friends and our family. We want to not stress entirely about sleep, but we do want to prioritize it when we can and have a plan in place for how we can prioritize that sleep during the holidays so we get the best of both worlds. We get that time with our friends and our family and we come out the other side with a baby who is still well rested. Those are my top five tips for the holiday season and keeping sleep on track. I hope that was helpful. If you ever have questions about something like this or anything around sleep, feel free to reach out, DM us on Instagram at the happy sleep company. But I hope this was helpful and that everyone can take this into the holiday season with some pieces that they can pull out and apply to their own family situation so that you all have a great time and get good rest over this holiday season. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sleep Cues, the Everything Baby Sleep Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with a mom or dad who might need some rest. Connect with us on Instagram at The Happy Sleep Company 
And check out our website, thehappysleepcompany.com, for loads of blogs, sleep guides, and information about how we work with families one-on-one to get sleep on track.